and welcome to another edition of Odyssey House Journals. I'm Trip Mitchell. That is Randall Carlisle, and we are here for show in our 50s. In our fi- Wouldn't that be nice? You're not to be talking our- about our age, are you? Wouldn't they? that be nice? It, it, that would be wonderful. Yes, yeah. but we're at show 50-something. Something, or right. We've done a lot of them. And, and that's a pretty good record. Yeah. We want to thank Lee, who's behind the camera as always, and uh, want to thank all of you. We are getting listenership that is, we are just kind of shocked and amazed. What shocks me is uh, at least listenership, because we're on Spotify and iTunes, uh, is that we're getting listeners all over the world. Now, why somebody around the world would want to listen to this, I'm not quite sure. But uh, Switzerland's a big country, Russia, and we have one listener in Iran. And hopefully he's doing okay. Well, I hope that the government doesn't know that he's listening in Iran, because this could be a radical show for Iran. This could. Not a lot of fun tickets cashed in in Iran. No, no, exactly. Hey, we're going to try to start out every... Every show with maybe a news story that is just something to think about, and I, I just clipped this one. It sort of surprised me, and we're we're finding this in Odyssey House too. And the headline is more people using meth and fentanyl often in combination, and that's according to uh, urine tests that have been done at treatment centers around the country. And normally, in the old days, you'd come in, you were a heroin addict, you were a, a meth addict, you were an alcoholic. And people are using them in combination now. Why is that? Do you think that one lowers the inhibition? And I never used meth or heroin. I liked alcohol, so I don't know. Uh, and I think it's, I think it's probably one's an upper and one's a downer. And I guess you sort of. <laughs> and there are many people in AA who also used cocaine at the time for the same reason. I used cocaine so I could drink more. Uh, so it was an honorable reason. You weren't doing it, was, it for yeah, fun. I you didn't were, use it because I was a cocaine addict. Yeah. I was using it so I could drink more because I'd start slurring my words. And, and, and if I with, with cocaine, you'd slur I, your words faster. I, or I thought, at least it seemed to me, that I was more coherent at the time. So In retrospect, we find out that we were not as good of actors as we thought we were. No, everybody knew I was an alcoholic except me, So especially my wives. <laughs> yeah, and you're an alcoholic. No, I just drink too much. So, you know. <laughs> I can quit anytime I want. Yeah, sure. And we just just we tape a couple weeks in advance of when the shows are showing. Several we, weeks. Yeah, we've just finished January, where I had five or six good friends start saying that they weren't going to drink in January at all, and a lot of them made it to the I, third I, day. I, I, yeah, well, and I saw that on social media. It was a trend of people saying they're saying don't drink or drug in January. Stay clean in January. I don't know what the point is, I guess, a new resolution. I guess it means you can start drinking in February. I, I don't know. That's the way an alcoholic would think, right? That's exactly I right. I did it for a month so I can drink. I'll drink to that. Well, right. we have a great show with two dynamic guests coming up, Angela and Katie Martindale. And I've had the good luck of working with Angela for years. She is a dynamic woman and her sister Katie is going to tell a story about recovery. And ladies, come on in. And this should be very interesting, and we're going to look at things from a nutritional standpoint and how exercise and some things can really help. But what was that word, exercise? It really is yeah, a concept yeah, that works. Yeah, just movement, that's all. Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> this is Angela. Just movement. Hi, everyone. And this is Katie, and, and uh, Angela is just amazing. We worked together for a long time, but when I, ha- I hadn't seen you for a couple of years, and in the gym at about 7 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. I saw you and Katie, and, and Katie... You, you all three were at the gym at 7 o'clock in the morning? Yes, yes sir. we were. Yes, sir. Oh, my and gosh. The fact that I knew... <laughs> this is... This gym, Vasa, is not very friendly, but the second that I knew Angela, 
I was a lot cooler. People looked at me different. And now Vita is training with the trainers, so she knows all the gossip. Oh, so. good. But oh, good. Uh, it is, it's a tough experience. So tell me about yourself and how you've come to be in this position where you're in recovery and, and things are going great. Um, well, thank you for having me. And I was an addict for almost all my life. Um, you're 24. <laughs> yes. Okay. I wish. <laughs> yeah. We carbon dated you before this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just got really involved with heroin and um, after reading prescribed oxys and then went to meth and it just raveled and went downhill. And you, you heard that news story that I just referred to. Did you do <coughs> meth and heroin at the same time? Yes. What's I don't understand. So, well, heroin is a downer, right? Um, and it, I mean, when you have to function and you don't want to be sick, you use heroin to not be sick, but then you do meth to stay awake. And so it was similar to what I described using mm -hmm. cocaine when I was getting drunk. Correct. Mm -hmm. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Now I understand. And so you're, you're not addicted, you're just functioning yeah, addict. Okay, you it's just making me functional. Well, you yeah. think yeah. you're functioning. Yeah, and that, yeah. Katie, I know in my case, Randall never drank on the air. I did. Yeah. And for the most part, I thought I pulled it off. And it's funny when you, humor is one of the weapons you use, you think you're funnier. Oh, yeah. And sometimes you're not as funny as you thought. <laughs> so especially if you're around sober people. Yeah. I mean, if you're around high people, it's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. But the sober people just look at you. you know. yeah. So what were you doing this time? How did you make your living? I was prescribed Oxycontin, and I would sell them. Oh. And then use heroin because it was cheaper. So, you, wow. Yeah. So now your sister is a pretty amazing woman. Mm -hmm. Did you try to minimize your contact with your sister during this period so you could kind of hang out and not get any any uh, counseling or any? Well, in my deep addiction, I was in a very abusive relationship. And so I wasn't allowed to have any contact with any family, friends, um, anyone. I was By the way, this is, this is <laughs> a tell, as they would say. If you're in a relationship and your spouse doesn't let you be around friends and family, it's that's not a good sign. It's a warning yeah. sign. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially unless your you, sister. Yeah, you know. unless you yeah. just won the lottery, then maybe it's a right. good idea not to be around your friends and family. Uh, yeah, he completely isolated me. He's the one that introduced me to most of the drugs. Um, I didn't start heavily using until I was 32. So. Oh, boy. Yeah. So you were in a bad relationship, and he's gone away. For the most part, yes. Good, good. <laughs> Don't want to give you a relationship advice, but maybe permanently. No, yes, yeah, yes. No, he's gone. Good, thank God. Yeah, yeah. How did you decide that you wanted to get clean and sober? I was just done. I was done disappointing family. I was done killing myself, pretty much. So I just, one day I was... And how did you come to that done? Because that's a question. We have the beauty of the show, and the reason why I'm so excited to do it is we met some incredible people like yourself. And once they, how they come to that doneness, I wish we could figure that out. If we could, yeah. if there'd be a magic it. thing saying, okay, you're done, you yeah. Know, yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. How did you yeah. come to your saying, I'm done with this? Um, it was July 4th, 2014. Um, I had depleted 
all of my veins. I had depleted my muscle, and I just said, this is it. Who was the first call you made? From... To, did you let someone in your family know? Did you try no. to get into rehab, or you just this was this was your understanding? It was on yeah. I withdrawed on my bathroom floor for four days until really? my counselor came and took me to coffee. Wow. Yeah. That four days must have been miserable. Yes, <laughs> I Torture. thought it was. Yeah. It was unexplainable. It was really bad. I heard you feel asked, sort of like you're going to die, or you I, wish well, you would I die. Was, yeah, I was praying for death. Wow. Because it was just, I mean, I was, I was an extent, I was shooting an eight, an eight ball a day in my arm. So Shooting an eight ball a day. Mm -hmm. That makes, that's major league heroin abuse. Yeah. And I don't know, I mean, how I afforded it at the end. Um, but yeah, that. Okay. And I'm surprised that I'm still here. So you had a counselor come take you to coffee after the mm -hmm. fifth day. And was that like, at that point, you're feeling better and... No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. He, it was just, I mean, I couldn't sit on the bathroom floor anymore. I couldn't. I had to do something. I had to get moving. I had to get the endorphins going again. So I just... And how did your recovery go from there? Um, it was kind of up and down. I was clean for a while and then got back on meth. Um, some other life incidents happened and I started smoking heroin again after four years. Um, and then at that time I had picked up new charges, um, was going in and out of court, in and out of jail. And that's when I got into drug court. And, and Randall, drug court has really been amazing for a lot of people. Tons of yeah. people. It saved my life. It saved her life. It saved my life. It got saved me all of our lives. <laughs> it got me, I mean, to be where I am today. And who was your judge? Skinky. Cool. Yeah. There's some, there's some really, because I've got some drug court graduations, and there's some really cool judges. People picture judges as being these mean people who are going to screw people over and, yeah. and and these drug court judges really understand the problem and how people can get through. Did you develop a relationship with him? At the beginning, I didn't because I was in jail. And the first time I saw him, I wasn't very nice to him. Oh. <laughs> so, um, And then when he granted me into drug court, I mean, it was it was good. It, he was I mean, he's an amazing person. He's an amazing judge um, and just. I mean, I have never been into other programs. Yeah, mm -hmm. programs or other judges. So I don't know how the other courts do, but he he's an amazing man. And, and at, at the end of drug court graduation for most people is they exonerate you or they, they expunge all your charges mm -hmm. and they give you, and, and the prosecutor's there. How, did that happen for you? And if it did, how, how'd you feel? Because they shake your hand and they say, Okay, you're a free woman, Katie. Mm. Yeah. Um, it did. It was amazing to mm. finally have that. Um, but then the expungement is very expensive for all your cases. So. How many cases did you have, Katie? Sixteen. How many? Sixteen. Sixteen. Sixteen felony charges. Wow. Yeah. 
God, it, it, it so. is great to see you on this side. Yeah. <laughs> it it's is a lot really, better on this side. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's and, a lot better. <laughs> and by the way, if you're watching or listening to this show, we're going to give out a phone number right now, which is for Odyssey House. And that's where Randall is doing some amazing things. And Odyssey House is a wonderful organization. They treat 800 people right now. The reason that we give that number out is because they have great people there. And we're not recommending Odyssey House. No. There are ton of great people out there will help but this is the first number you can call and it is important to pick up the phone and call katie was alone on her floor in the bathroom for four <laughs> days and who knows if a call would have helped but i think it might have yeah and so if you're got a friend loved one who's got an alcohol or drug issue pick up the phone and call and then it's not just your problem and the number is 801-322-3222 one more time. 801-322-3222. And, and I couldn't have said it that if I'd been drinking. It is personality voice. And Randall, uh, very nicely, uh, again, we're taping this back at the beginning of February, but Channel 2 did a nice profile on you last night. Yeah, they did. And, and, and the point, and I think this is, it's an important issue that I can, usually when we think of drug addicts or alcoholics or whatever, we think of somebody... Uh, down on the block on Rio Grande or something like that. And the point of it is that there are a lot of functional addicts and alcoholics out there who go about a normal life. They have jobs, they have families, and they have an issue that they need to deal with, but they sort of refuse to deal with it, which I did for decades. Uh, and and there's, there is help available for, for people in that situation. And I can testify, I've been clean going on, it'll be eight years in July, uh, that re recover. I, I'm happier. I'm more peaceful. I'm more serene. I treat people better. Mm -hmm. I care about other people before I just cared about myself. And I would definitely recommend sobriety and recovery. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, but it was a nice story that they did. And, and you don't hear people talking that much about functional alcoholics or addicts and there's a whole slew of people out there that fit into that category there might be many more functional addicts and alcoholics than non-functional we no one's done a study that i've seen but people who go to work five days a week and get hammered at night or get hammered on weekends and sunday's right. a miserable day and they get up and do it again and they could be living such better lives such more fulfilling lives such better husbands sure. wives fathers and mothers yep. And that's why we do this show. So, again, if you've got some questions, pick up the, the phone and call Odyssey House. And, again, they'll put you in touch. There are so many people, and Angela, you know this, being part of the community, though not an addict yourself. You know a lot about it. And, Katie, you know this. There are thousands of people in the state of Utah who are trying to help. Yes. And all over the world. And yeah. uh, so we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to hear a little bit more about Katie's story, what she's doing now. And Angela's going to talk about... One of the components of recovery is, is great exercise, great diet. And we're again, gonna, we're gonna sign Randall up for class tomorrow morning. Yeah, <laughs> We're all in my arm here. Right? Yeah. We'll do this all when we come back. And welcome back to Odyssey House Journals. That's Randall Carlisle. I'm Trip Mitchell, Angela Martindale, Katie Martindale. And so you have been doing great lately, thanks to Drug Court and some really cool things. Now, Angela, when we met the three of us in the gym, you were helping Katie out by exercise and great nutrition. Talk about that as a component for when you are quitting drugs or alcohol, how that can make the road a lot easier. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I I talk about nourish to flourish, right? We everything that we do, we have to nourish our bodies. I mean, if we want to, you know, work out, if we want to be a TV personality, if we want to be on the radio, I mean, there, there, we can't do anything without nourishing our bodies. And as a drug addict or an alcoholic, you're nourishing your body with substance, right? Chemicals. And, and, and that's not good for you? It's not, actually. <laughs> Damn, there, they're not there good are, chemicals. I when they there advertised are, beer, it was good for you. Yeah, <laughs> there are many things, right? Substance abuse leads to vitamin and mineral deficiencies, lower body temperature, cognitive impairment, you know, muscle degeneration Excuse is me. what you were talking about. Cognitive impairment. Right, right. Uh, you we know. don't think good. I don't understand. Yeah. Those, are big, those are big words. I don't understand. Suppressed <laughs> immune system. I mean, there are so many things. And then when you're trying to get sober or trying to recover, um, for Katie, you know, thank, thank goodness she had a good background. In, we were both fitness competitors. We both did a lot of personal training and nutrition before her addiction got really deep and for me I obviously just continued with my life path which is wellness and nutrition and um, wellness and nutrition helped her get out of her substance abuse it helped her recover even better and so when we saw each other at the gym she was about a year sober at that time Mm -hmm. maybe a year and a half sober and I was just so proud of her and that was actually the way that we could connect because I did not trust my sister I did not want to be around her. I didn't trust that she was going to stay sober because we had gone through this now for over 20 years together. And that was my way of connecting. So, hey, let's get up and go work out together. Let's go do a yoga class together. That's a scary thing. If Katie was late by a couple minutes, there was probably some angst. Oh, totally. Absolutely. And, and so that was our way of rebuilding our relationship which was really helpful because then she could come and get meals. You know, I could help her with nutrition. She would ask questions. And then there was a place where I was recovering from some surgeries and she would get me out of bed and I would go and meet with her. So that was our way of reconnecting as sisters, but also as fitness partners and and wellness component uh, and fitness partners together. Um, And we just wanted to push each other. We had goals. And so we just wanted to push each other. And that really helped us create a better relationship, but also um, in her recovery, it helped her stay on track. So nutrition can actually, can it make it easier to uh, to achieve sobriety or recovery or whatever? I mean, oh, absolutely. Yes. Physically? Yes. Mentally? Yes, because you are replacing those vitamins, those, those minerals, right? You're hydrating better. You're sleeping better, right? You're not filling the body, hopefully, with chemicals. Now, there are statistics out there that show that Addicts go towards sugar, right? They replace a drug with sugar, right? That's, and that's, a, that's a joke in AA is when people stop yeah. drinking, they turn to they cookies yeah. and cakes and everything yeah, else. Yeah, because, you know, and that, so then there's weight gain. There's, you know, loss of sleep. Then there's self-esteem issues, right? Because now you're looking in the mirror and now you're 20 pounds heavier and you're now eating instead of drinking or, you know, eating instead of smoking or eating instead of shooting, right? And so... Um, when you have a balanced nutrition plan and a wellness plan created with your recovery, and Angela, it is so important. I was so proud of myself. Last summer, we're doing another show, and I was having oranges, uh, cantaloupe, uh, strawberries, all these things that were great for breakfast. And I'm feeling just great about life. And then Angela <laughs> explained to me, and Nicole too, yeah. 
That was the dumbest thing I could be doing. So I, I, these are fresh fruits. I go, what could possibly be wrong except for the sugar spike? That, mm-hmm. So yeah. it, some of the... Even a natural sugar spike. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and... Yeah, it, it, it spikes insulin, right? Just like alcohol would spike insulin, just like sugars or sugary foods would spike insulin. The body okay. doesn't know the difference between an orange and a candy bar. Right. Really? But no. Mm-mm. Right? We need proteins. And good I, I, sources Randall, of I was so Doesn't cocky. mean you can't have them. I am not here to make anybody mad about oranges or strawberries. <laughs> doesn't mean you cannot have them. It's just one. It's as we talk about substance abuse and, and using nutrition as a wellness and, and recovery tool, um, sugar needs to be absolutely either cut out or really lowered because it creates those cravings, right? We get cravings from those things. Wow. And so if we are better at, at the vegetables. The Florida Citrus Commission is on the thing right now. They, they oh, they're not a sponsor, are they? Right ah. no, no, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, so, so you know. That's we, enlightening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So helping someone in recovery is also helping them with their nutrition. And you know, we, what we're going to do in a future show is have you come back where we can talk about things because it it was a shock. I was so proud of the way I was eating. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I, I find out that it's so counterproductive. Yeah. And we should come back and do a whole show on things that, some recipes for people in recovery that can. That's a good idea. Yeah. 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 I have them idea. once in a while. Yeah. Normally, Randall does all the that. booking <laughs> and he does an amazing job. Oh, I would love that. So. And Put me on the cool. books. That'd be cool. <laughs> and this might be something that we could tape and. Why it's a TV show and send out to some of the other clubs mm-hmm. because when you do get into recovery, nutrition is never mentioned. Mm-mm. Now I didn't go through treatment, but I got into been and out of AA for 15 years right. and never heard the subject. And if we, you know, anything you can do to make it a little easier, and you're doing that now. Tell me about what you're doing. Um, I work out every day, okay. and I've been watching my diet just because I think. All of the years of drug abuse has affected my stomach, um, and I'm trying to figure that out. And I've just had to go really clean. Um, no processed foods, no whites, um, no like fast foods, just foods in their purest form. And it's helped me a lot. And you work for a friend of ours. Yes. Mindy Vincent, who is a force of nature and and has been a guest on this show and has her own podcast and TV show. And in your case, coming back, do you notice a difference when you're eating well as opposed to eating the garbage? Oh, definitely. So it's a real, it's a substantial feel for it. So if you don't eat any of that bad stuff, what do you eat every day? Mm -hmm. I mean, Um, breakfast, lunch, dinner. There are many things to eat, Randall. (laughs) (laughs) Other than than Big Macs and fruit? Eating. I have a protein shake after I work out. Um, I own protein shake. Yes, own protein shake. (laughs) By the way, Angela owns a company that is amazing. And boy, I was just talking to one of your customers. Mike Pompous, the cat, Uh because I love meals that transform. (laughs) Jeremy Kuhn, the producer of Napoleon Dynamite, I saw him at a party on Sunday, same thing. Vita, my wife, has meals that transform. And Angela's Mm -hmm. company's out of holiday, and Mm -hmm. I've been Mm -hmm. to their commissary. It is crystal clean. It's amazing quality food. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it is. It is, and it's really good. And, I mean, if my dad will eat it, 
It's good. Because <laughs> my dad is very picky on what he eats. Well, he's a recovering and... alcoholic as well. Yes. Yeah. And he's... Well, that's great. And yeah. it must be really make you proud to have your dad in recovery, you're in recovery. and Yeah. And actually, my dad has been giving me his yearly coins. Fantastic. How many years does he have? He has 26. 28. Oh, if we were in a meeting, we'd be applauding yes. and saying yes. happy birthday. Yes, yeah. he has 28. Yes. Yeah, and our team that does this production here has over 60 years of sobriety. Mm. Most right. of them are with Lee. Yeah, because he's because of the guy behind the camera. <laughs> <and that. laughs> so it, it is fantastic, and you just seem great, and yeah. it's a wonderful story. Thank you. So people, because she came on, I mean, people might want to contact you for... Your what, what's a good what you call it? Yeah, yeah. So, it's a, it's so for me, program or? yeah, for me, I own Meals That Transform. We make fresh organic Hold meals on, delivered right a, to your door. I am going to grab a prop. <laughs> and I also own a protein snack company called Ohm Power. Okay. Why don't you pull one of the products? Yeah, out? Ohm Power. I brought these for the boys today so they could. Um, but we do Ohm Power bars, which are all raw, all organic, um, only twelve ingredients. They are fantastic for that sweet tooth for my addicts, right? I got Katie hooked on Ohm bars, which is fantastic, but there's also a really positive message inside. I, I, Ohm is really the universal um, right. sound of I am. Right. And you're putting out into the universe the positiveness and, and what you want to attract to you. So inside there is an I am. And then I have a snack mix. Uh, it's a um, nut mix. Uh, we also do a protein powder. Um, and we have about seven to eight wow. different... Um, products but Meals That Transform and I Am Own Power both .com and then Katie's business she is a trainer for addicts in recovery and she has a company called Truth Fitness and um, how do people get a hold of you? yeah um, just my cell phone number okay well read it <laughs> yeah. out and we'll put it on the screen yeah. it's 385-388-3006 okay 385 385-388-3006 3006. Okay, Katie and and yeah, you got your sister is a emeritus plugging master. <laughs> you not so much. I know and it's hard sometimes yeah. when you're in recovery, you do you, you're used to that attitude that, you know, nothing I do is worthwhile. Right. But when you get in recovery and all of a sudden you realize that you can help a lot of people and training is mm-hmm. is fantastic and I'm so glad you guys came on the show. Thank you. And we'll have you back and we'll talk about nutrition and and how to help people in recovery. Specifically what you should, because I'm interested in this, what what you should eat every day in recovery and Mm -hmm. and what's like your your example of fruit. I would have thought that's great compared to... (laughs) Drinking a Bud Light in the morning, you know. But, sure, you know. absolutely but, true, yeah. absolutely true. So, but it's I, I was like so insulin. proud of myself. <laughs> yeah. And Angela and Nicole looked at me like, God. Well, I get that look a lot. Yeah. And one more time, the number to call for Odyssey House eight zero one three two two three two two two. We've had a great show. I want to thank yes. Lee behind the camera. I want to thank Bill Francis who gets us on TV. All the folks back who helps us out at Odyssey House in terms of Matt Haight. He puts mm. he puts it together and puts it out on on Facebook and and YouTube and stuff like that. Twelve thousand listeners. I don't know how to do so. Twelve thousand <laughs> listeners a week is amazing. Great. Katie, Angela, thank you so much. I'm Trip Mitchell. You. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.